Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the Almost Black Man Podcast. And today, we back on a positive note because last episode was a little toxic. But we talking about uplifting people and things and the do's and the don'ts. Let's get to it. Uplifting. So, the reason I wanted to talk about this this episode is I feel like when people uplift people or things, there are some patterns and some actions that people don't take into consideration. And it kind of takes away from the thoughtfulness and the meaningfulness, if that's a correct word, of the uplifting within itself. And I've learned this through making mistakes in the past where I've said something to somebody or said something about something and I had the intention of being uplifting or spreading positive vibes or whatever you want to say, but it didn't come across the way I wanted it to because of a few reasons. And I'll go through some of those reasons, you know, but yeah, I want to talk about uplifting people, uplifting things, maybe groups of people, maybe food. I don't know. Just uplifting. Um, first of all, the definition of uplift for those who, you know, English may not be your first language. According to the Oxford Dictionary, uplift means to raise the level of or improve something. Now, the Quran definition it's pretty much the same thing. When I'm talking about uplifting, I'm meaning to bring something, bring a person, bring a thing like up in value, you know, kind of give like recognition or I would say like a positive affirmation. Like if your friend is sad and you want to make them better, you say these positive things to them, you're uplifting them. Or if your friend accomplished something, and you want to give them their props, you give them props, and that's uplifting them, right? Cool. Now we all on the same page. So, again, I just wanted to point to a couple of actions and maybe things that you could do better because I failed at them in the past. And now that I have recognized that, I think I have some more healthy ways to uplift people. And, yeah. So... First of all, if you're not doing this, I always use the quote, give me my flowers. Now, I don't know if you heard that. Probably have. It's a very common phrase. But when people say, give me my flowers, and this is from at least my understanding of where this comes from. um, You know, when people pass away, when people die, they move on to the next place. People bring flowers to their funeral. And... The whole idea of the quote, like, give me my flowers now, is why wait until I'm dead to show appreciation, to show love, and all of those things that come with it. Like, just do it while I'm alive. You feel me? Give me my flowers now. You don't got to wait until I'm gone to tell me how much you miss me or how much you love me or how much I meant to you. I'm alive. Text me. Call me. Say it right now. So, when we talk about uplifting people, I always say, The same thing basically is like, you know, if your friends are accomplishing great things right now 
And first of all, let's just say any accomplishment, no matter how small, how large, should be recognized. Now, I'm not saying, you know, pester people, yo, I'm so glad that you made breakfast today. But for some people, you know, it, it, it takes knowing the history and how a person is feeling and what they've gone through. That's a big step for some people, you know. For me, you know, I make breakfast every day, so you don't got to tell me that. But for your friend who's been in bed for 10 days in a row and haven't been eating and showering and making their bed and cleaning and, you know, people go through their stuff in life, depression and all that, I think first we need to recognize that achievements can be quantifiable. And small ones, oh, this is about to sound crazy. <laughs> I didn't even go say what I was about to say. I'm just saying there are different sizes of achievements and all achievements can be recognized when it comes to uplifting somebody. But yeah, recognize your friends' achievements, your loved ones, and give them their flowers, you know, show them that you appreciate them now and don't wait until it's too late because some people may never even know. Some people right now, because you have never said anything positive to uplift them, they probably don't even think you mess with them for real. Like, yeah, they, this person don't say nothing to me. He don't congratulate me. She don't congratulate me. It's like, I don't really mean that much to them. And I'm telling y'all this because I've been through this. Like, to me, you know, I'm a very, or if you don't know, I'm a very out of sight, out of mind type of person. And I try to explain this. I have to explain this to people every single year, every single month, every single week. It's like, it's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't appreciate you. It's not that I don't care about you. It's just I care very much about what's in front of me on my day-to-day. Because if I don't, I'll lose my keys. I'll lose my wallet. I'll lie to you or not. Every single time I walk out of this house, I know that I have my keys. I know that I packed them. But I'll go out the door, the door closed, and if you don't know about German doors, they lock automatically for the most part. I go out, and then I'm like, wait, do I have my keys? Do I have my wallet? And I just packed it like 25 seconds ago. But this is how my mind works. And if I don't focus on that stuff, you know, I don't have room to be thinking about people all the time because I'm very forgetful. Anyway, this is not an episode about me and my ADHD. I'm just saying... If you don't congratulate people and, again, quote, unquote, give them their flowers, they may never know or never feel that love from you. And I'm sure that's not your intention to make your friends or family feel like that. You know, you want to let everybody know that you can, how you feel about them, how you're proud of them. Because it's hard being a human, man. It's hard. Honestly, if we all wanted to, we could just not work, not care about nothing. We can just go live in the forest, eat bugs, and just chill and be cold. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I'm just saying, you know, we decide to get up every day, go to work, go to school, support ourselves, make money, get to the bag. And that deserves a round of applause. So for anybody listening, you haven't had a round of applause lately. I got you. Good job. You know, you're doing great out there, you know. Coming to listen to a podcast when you could be out here listening to something else, some crappy stuff, some trash TV or trash radio, but you listening to something that's going to inspire you and, you know, make you more successful. Congratulations to you. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. 
<laughs> nah. But let's talk about some of these traits. So one thing I noticed that a lot of people do, and again, including myself, I'm not excluding myself from this. I used to do this a lot, but once I heard the more positive way to go about it, I changed the way I uplift people forever. When you uplift someone, it should not be about you in any sense, like none. And our brain does a good job of subconsciously throwing us, ourselves, into the mix when we're trying to uplift somebody. And it's a very selfish act. And again, I never even thought about this when it came to uplifting somebody else. So I'll give you an example. When you're uplifting or congratulating somebody who went through something great, let's say college. I'm going to use college because it's a great example for me right now. If I have a friend who just congratulate, I mean, just graduated from college, right? And I want to congratulate them. The wrong way would for would be for me to say, yo, congratulations. I know how tough college is because I went through it, man. I was struggling and it's tough. So I really want to give you your props because you finally made it to the other end and now you're here with me. Do y'all see the problem with that? When you are talking about somebody's accomplishments, there is no need for you to insert your accomplishments. Why does it matter that you went to college? Why does it matter that you already accomplished it? You know how hard it is, and now this person is here with you. When you talk like this and you speak like this to somebody and you're trying to congratulate them, what you're unintentionally doing is diminishing and devaluing their accomplishment because it's no longer about you did so good, it's about we did so good. You feel me? It's not you graduated from college. It's I know what it took to get there because I also went through a struggle. I also went through hard time. So I know what it's like. And it's like, bro, you don't, you don't need to say that. Like, you happy for me? You could have just said, bro, congratulations. You did an amazing job. You did all of the things that you needed to do. You struggled and you overcame. And you see it's a big difference. You don't insert yourself anywhere in there because there's no need to. It's a, again, it's a subconscious selfish act. And I think that's what's crazy about like the human psychology and the human mind. You probably never even thought that you saying those things, because I didn't, would diminish somebody else's achievement or like just take away from it, you know? And it's funny because other people may not even realize it, but when you pay attention to it, it's like, man. Was that a genuine statement or were they just trying to bring light to themselves? And that brings me to my second point. If it's somebody else's moment, this is kind of relatable, but don't take away from their moment, even if you're trying to congratulate them. Now, I'm going to give another example. And mom, if you're listening, don't be mad at me, but I will never forget this. <laughs> so I remember it was my... Senior prom, right? <laughs> was it senior or junior? It was one of my proms. And I remember I wasn't the most excited about prom. I really wasn't. And for me personally, it was more about my girlfriend at the time. Because, of course, I took my girlfriend to prom in high school. So I remember I had just got dressed at the crib. Um, she wasn't there or anything. Not yet. I was getting dressed at my house and I was going to go meet her, right? 
So I get dressed in my house. I got my suit on. I look good. And I go downstairs. And, you know, everybody, oh, Karan, they taking pictures, taking pictures. Everybody getting me, you know, looking good, looking fresh. And then here come my mother. And, again, nah, I love you to death. I don't think you did this on purpose. And, you know, it's subconscious. But in that moment, you made sure that you got your attention. And I never expressed this to you. Uh, maybe I'll talk to you about it in person after you hear this episode and you FaceTime me. But what happened was, again, everybody taking pictures. And then my mother shushed everybody. Everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. And then she gave a speech on my prom day. <laughs> now, again, prom wasn't that important to me. But it was like, for me, it was like everybody was so focused on me until she inserted herself. And then I remember when she gave her a speech, she was like um, using, and again, this is just where you pay attention to the language. She was using words like, my baby finally is going to prom. He makes me so proud. And all those other words that basically refer to herself. And, you know, I'm a critical thinker. Nobody else in the whole entire living room was probably thinking about this. But I was, I was thinking about it. And then she started crying. Oh, my baby. And she started crying and she gave me a hug. And everybody like, oh, it's a sweet moment. But for me, it maybe this make me crazy. I was like, dang, this just turned from uh, it's Quran prom to now it's Quran and his mother big moment. And I was just like, yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if that made me crazy. Sorry if I threw you under the bus, Ma. You know I love you to death. But again. That was just a moment where I recognized that it was no longer about me. Now, was my mom's intention good? Absolutely. She was happy. She was celebrating me in her own way. But what she unintentionally did was take the spotlight off of, again, it being my moment, my prom, to my prom and her son going to prom. Her getting to see me, you know, like that. Then it was her crying and everybody giving her attention and stuff. So... Yeah, don't do that again. <laughs> no, but, yeah, those are two uh, at least bad characteristics I could say that people should try to avoid. One, again, do not mention yourself when you're congratulating somebody. Do not compare somebody's achievement to yours. And, again, it can be hard because we do it unintentionally, but this is where we need to think before we speak and before we act, you know. And, again, second, try not to take away from somebody else's moment. If it's their moment kind of back off a little bit, give them their props, give them their attention, then sit back and let everybody else do the same and just let it be for them, you know? And I think that's a respectable act, you feel me? I did want to speak about one more thing, and I think this comes from, I would say black woman told me this. Black woman on Twitter, so I give you all the credit. Uh, when you're uplifting something, or somebody, you trying to put down something else does not make your thing better. And I'll give examples, of course, of that because I feel like people do this a lot. And again, I say black women on Twitter taught me this because when the conversation about preference, whether a man, what race a man prefers to date, this came up a lot. So matter of fact, let me just go into the example. You will hear the question, especially recently, a lot on the internet, 
what race do you prefer to date? And whether it be for white men, black women, black women, black men, Asian, anything, people would just be asking these questions and giving interviews, street interviews, all that. And you will hear a lot of people say, and it, okay, I'm going to just say it came from black men. Not all of them were black men, but black men would say this. I don't date black women. And what I would see black women respond to in the comments is, okay, they asked you what your preference was, not what do you not like. And then that like just exploded in my mind. I'm like, wow. Okay, I get it. And I'm going to try to make this into something that makes sense for y'all. Because it makes sense in my brain, but I'm not always the best at explaining stuff. So what they're saying basically is when somebody asks you, like, what's your preference? They're asking you, what do you prefer? Nobody cares about the other end and what you do not like. When you speak on what you don't like after somebody asks you what you prefer, one, it doesn't make sense. Nobody asked you that. Two is kind of like disrespectful. Like, why are you talking about, okay, we know that you don't like this certain race, but why even bring it up if that's not what the question even was? You feel me? So I feel like when it comes to uplifting in general, you know, if I want to uplift the black community, I shouldn't have to tear down any other community. You feel me? Because that doesn't add value to me trying to build something up like if somebody asked you your favorite food and i said or asked me my favorite food and i said i love waffles you know even though that's not my favorite food i'm just giving examples i love waffles that's a okay statement but there's no need for me to say man i hate pancakes like okay (laughs) like do y'all understand what i'm saying am i tripping or do is it like getting to y'all because I feel like a lot of people really do this. And if you don't believe me, check. You can, Or you can ask somebody, like, who their favorite artist is. And it always leads to a conversation of who they don't like or why theirs is better than somebody else. And for me personally, and to a lot of other people, it's like, I just don't necessarily understand how this, you know, helps your case or how it helps explain why you like something better. You do not have to tear anybody down. You don't have to tear anything down to make your point better. And if you do have to do that, usually it's because a lack of confidence in your own point or a lack of reasoning. Like the only reason you would tear them down is to try to make yourself look better. But if what you believed in, what you preferred were, was as good as it was, you would have no need to tear anything down. I don't have to talk trash about anybody else if I know I'm the sh- you know, you feel me? So that's another thing just to keep in mind. When you are uplifting one thing, you don't have to tear down another thing to try to make whatever you're uplifting seem better. You don't have to diminish anybody's value or anything's value to try to add value to the thing that you were talking about. And I feel like that's very understandable. Hopefully y'all get that. Hopefully that helped y'all. I appreciate y'all for listening. This is the end of the episode. As always, I love y'all. I hope y'all have an amazing week. Man, can y'all believe this is episode 49? Like, three more episodes left. Well, it's two weeks left in a year because I skipped a week. And I didn't forget about it. Don't worry. It's something coming soon. I would advise y'all to listen at the end of the year. But a few episodes left for this year. I'm going to tell y'all what I got planned for the next upcoming year. And that's it for this episode.
So love y'all. Again, have a great week. Thanks for listening. And I'm out. Peace.